the Dead Set Legends are up in a sec, thanks to Newtown Toyota, who've been catering to all your automotive needs for over 30 years. That's right, 92 by 9, Triple M, Dead Set Legends, Saturday morning. Uh, it's a bit of a basket case job in here today, but for very, very good reasons. Good morning to you, Brittany Taylor. Good morning, Zay, but today it's not about us. This is no. Mickey's show today. It's always about Mick. Can you hear us, Mick? <laughs> I, can, I can hear you. It was, uh, an Gee, that sounds corny. <laughs> I was, it was an interesting 15 minutes building up, but I'm online. I'm from home today. I might be a bit echoey, but um, yeah, the makeshift studio this morning. Yeah. Now, Mick, uh, I'll walk you into this one. Uh, why are you home, Michael? Um, I'm home one week ago to yesterday. So eight days into the, uh, into the world is young Lonnie Jennifer, Aww. who was born a happy and healthy seven pound two, uh, came out of the womb. And quite quickly. Uh, What's seven pound two mean in kgs? Put some black stuff on my stomach. But uh, seven pound two is 2.8 kilos. Beautiful. And uh, and more importantly, mum going well? Mum's well. Uh, she hasn't made the yep. bed this morning, which is a concern. <laughs> oh, my God. Now we're frozen. Turn <laughs> Because I like it. Clutter's no good for me. I need, them, I need a clear working space. Which I'm I'll tell you what I need. Make a clear a... internet line where you don't freeze and then we can't hear you for about half a minute. We heard him being an idiot for two yeah. seconds there. It's absolutely pissing down outside. Grab your umbrella and your raincoat because it's oh, going Absolutely pissing down here. <laughs> Good timing there, uh, Leachie. Well done on that, of course. Uh, Brittany Taylor's in the studio with me right now and our third wheel... Michael Barlow's at home on uh, parental leave. We'll call it parental leave, Mick. Uh, and I hope you got that present that I organised and sent in. Did you get that? I, got, I did get that. I do really appreciate it. And to give that some context, I got a, a nice bunch of flowers, Riley. And yep, I got flowers. a nice bunch of flowers. Yeah, that was good of uh, you, From Zabe. the Dead Set Legends crew. Um, I knew it was from Zave. I'll tell you why. Yep. Spelt the name of Lonnie wrong. <laughs> Spelt it uh, L-O-N-N-I-E. So I do appreciate the sentiment, Zave, but... Uh, just attention to details always deserted you. Well, that's uh, that's unfair, mate. Because I literally just organised it, paid for it, and gave bloody Leachy one job to, to send it off. But uh, anyway, so I had the card I hand wrote was dead set on the money. So how would you spell it? L O N N I. Yeah, that's how I did. That's exactly how I passed uh, it on. And I, and I can take some blame because when uh, Lonnie was born, I sent a little group message to my family and I actually spelled it with an E on the end. Oh, <laughs> hang on. You can't be going and yeah, throwing okay. stones over here. Yeah. Now, Mick, uh, let's have a quick chat because yeah. we, we will move on to the uh, footy last night. After we sort out uh, the birth, I've got to be a bit careful here. I've landed myself in trouble talking about birth before. So, <laughs> Good morning, uh, Carol. I might just walk between the raindrops. Uh, uh, mate, uh, run me through, uh, was it planned or did the water break at home? Uh, because we were counting down. Yeah. You still have three no, no. weeks to go. No, now I'm, I might get a bit of this wrong. My attention to detail is probably a little bit off, but uh, we, we got an inducement oh, yeah. um, 37 weeks in. An so induction? Yeah, induction, that's what they call it. Hey, Riley actually played a really significant role in my weekend last weekend. She brought oh, my daughter she? into the world. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she also um, had two options, yep. Dave. Yep, yep. Um, and Ross Lyon would be proud, two options. She could go uh, with a balloon and that would be a, a longer yep. process. I think we went balloon, and would, yeah. And, and, and it would eat into the Saturday, of which I had coaching duties. But um, Or she could go the... Uh, Michael, go just don't be careful. <laughs> yep, yep. She could go the faster route yep. uh, and in, induce a little bit quicker. Yep. I wasn't even there. And this is why I love her. What do you mean? Really you mean you weren't there? there? I wasn't there. I was, 
I'll, I'll come back to that part. <laughs> but anyway, I was working oh through the morning, and Riley said, right, "If I can him. teach you something, Michael, just be very careful right now." No, just made, go for gold. She made, <laughs> she made an executive decision, and she went for the faster. Yep. Birth, which actually is quite more painful, uh, quite a bit, Ooh, bit more painful. So nice. um, hats off. So we got it done uh, Friday night. But this, it, whilst this was all happening, I was a bit flustered, as you could imagine. Home alone, yeah. no direction. Yeah, uh, My world's about to change. And I was packing bags and putting suitcases together. I walk out the back. Yeah. And we've got a dog. And there was a lot of dog poo around. Right. And I was like, in my three and a half years with Riley and living here, I've never picked up the dog poo. <laughs> But I, but I made. What do you I mean? made an exception. You decided now the, was the time to start. I, I had to get the dog poo up. I had to just get that done, and I'm not sure why. I think I was a bit nervous. To be fair, um, got the dog poo in the bin, and then jumped in the car, got to the hospital, and from there, um, I, one of my mates from school, Zave, told yep. me to take a book. A book. A sit, book. Sit back, relax. It could, you could be in for a long haul. Netflix well, you sit back and relax. You sit back and relax. Chuck about, the races on. Yeah. <laughs> you sit back and <laughs> relax for about day. thirty minutes. Thirty minutes, and then it's um, yeah. all hands on deck. Yeah. Uh, Riley's um, thirst. Gee, I was up and back getting glasses of water to the point where I would have a sip, and she would get angry at me. But I was having a sip because <laughs> I was so dehydrated from making the run to the water bottle and yeah. back to the bed. Yeah, the important role the water. How were you? <laughs> In the situation, we did you get a little bit uh, queasy? And we know you weren't overly prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I play it out lies. Like my golf game, it's not a great game, my golf game. But you know, you just walk to the next ball and you you pick it up wherever it is, or we don't pick it up. You you whack it from wherever it is. So yeah, uh, it was. I, I played an active role. I participated. It was um. There, there was a fair bit. Was happening. there any pre- presentation? Yeah. Um, any sort would of be, halftime they, speeches. They would, they would enjoy this. Um, the early, the early parts of labour, it's it's a little bit slower, um, from my from my vantage point anyway. A little bit slower. We're working through it, and I had uh, Friday night footy on. Um, as we kind of ramped up, and things were getting a little bit hot and heavy, I did make a conscious effort to to drop the laptop down because oh, I the knew lid went down. Yep. Whilst I wasn't watching it and actively participating in in the mm. the football match, I knew down the track. Even if it was on and I wasn't watching it, it, it may come back to haunt. So yeah. I made sure I closed that towards the back end. And at 10, 10 p.m. last Friday night, uh, Lonnie Jennifer Barlow was brought into the world. So I'm um, very happy. A, a great week. A, a life-changing week, team. Yeah, no, lovely, Mick. Now, uh, I've got a mate. Now, I don't know whether I can say it or not. Yeah, but just say it. No, he just had a child, and he actually was there in the anaesthetist said, or not the anaesthetist, the um, what is midwife. The, uh, no, the Doctor. obstetrician yep. said, uh, how active do you want to be in this birth? And he said, I want to do it all. So he was the one who um, did the whole thing, <laughs> the entire the entire thing. So the uh, obstetrician didn't do anything; just stood there in case of an emergency. Mm. Uh, and were you uh, walking in with the bowl or in slips? Um, <laughs> yeah, let's just say my wicket keeping at uh, at Assumption College came in handy. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Nice, Mickey Barlow. Again, congratulations. Uh, really proud of you, mate. You played a vital role in it. Not a long <laughs> role, I heard, but a vital role. Uh, the morning after the big night. Now, we don't see it very often, but gee whiz, what a thriller last night Ooh. at Marvel Stadium. Mick, you would have been on the edge of your seat, of course. We mentioned it before. If you had just tuned in, Mickey's at home. A uh, uh, parental leave, which is lovely, but uh, 
Gee whiz, let's unpack a couple mm. of moments, Mick, before we uh, digest exactly what happened. Now, Britt, uh, there was a moment where, um, well, Noel Bolter took yep. a mark oh, 43 metres out, I'm going to say, roughly. Now, went back, and I was at the pubs uh, with no volume. Uh, and that would have cam- been a different experience. Yeah, the and pubs, the cam- you what is going and on. And the camera angle wasn't right at the mm-hmm. time. I had no idea what happened. Yeah. I thought he missed his foot or something, but uh, Noel Bolter, this was an important moment late in the game. Has to score something here, Bolter, with 1.39 and ticking on the clock. 52 apiece, 1.34 on the clock. Noel Bolter needs to go. He's, He's been, been called, called to the play on. on. They come at him from everywhere. Oh, oh Smothers just took too long, Baker. My goodness. Bolton just took too long. As a result, Fremantle could smother it because he was called to play on. No score. What was he doing, Mick? Oh, it was remarkable. And after the game, he actually pinned it on Jack Rewalt and said Jack told him to take his full 30. Well, now, I don't, know what's going yeah. on. I don't know what's going on between the years of Noah Bolter, but yeah, your full 30, that in, in layman's terms, is just take your 28 or 29 and start mm. your run up and have a shot for goal. So... Uh, missed opportunity, but how good was Michael Frederick? Critical. Um, with the smother. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, with- they were just lightning quick to get into him, weren't they? Well, that's what they do, Freo, so well, is they've got those lightning quick mm. players who, who uh, Michael Frederick, great, a uh, good player, but that's where you go to the next level of being a great player. When you can do that stuff consistently and relentlessly, where they start to wonder where Michael Frederick is on the footy field, and it saved the game last night for him. Uh, it absolutely did. And yeah, two points going away from that. It was. I'm glad you were at the pub to watch it, Zave, because that would have given you some entertainment. It was a real hard watch. It was and a hard neither watch. team yeah, neither team really, you know, set themselves up in lights for, for the remainder of the year. What I would say, Rory Lobb not playing last night and you know the jungle drums betting really strongly that he's going to leave. Did his contract save go up two hundred grand last night with not even lacing up the boots? <laughs> uh, yeah. Had a bit of value by not being there. Yeah, mm. I I think it might be uh probably two hundred overs as it is though. So I might just say, right, we'll call it even uh, and move on. But uh, And the last moment, right on the siren, uh, siren, Richmond charged forward, Britt. I don't know what you were thinking, but uh, Cumberland had a moment. Darcy went out the back, Frederick onto it, Marlon Pickett the other way. He's going to go inside 50. There's time. Oh, the mark's been taken. Cumberland played on. Oh, no, he played on. And the Tiger fans are going ballistic here at Marvel. They've lost their heads completely. Cumberland's in tears. Boulder should have won the game a moment ago. There's tears. There is just complete and utter disbelief here at Marvel Stadium. It's a draw. Unpack that for me, Brittany. All I wanted to do was give him a hug. Mm. I just felt so... I was going for Fremantle to win, but... In that moment, he just looked absolutely hard. Yeah, don't you wish it was a Jack Rewalt or someone, know, or the, Shane Edwards, or someone that's played 250 games I and realizes that, like, shoot. it's just a bit of bad luck? But oh. I mean, this messages must have been out there that there was only seconds to go. So the play on, in my mind, was a bit silly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He would have taken a big kick. It would have, to, yeah, no, it's he would have. He can kick too, can't he? Yeah, but Noel Bolter's kick, he, that's a seven iron. He was, he was mm. well inside 50 when the mark. Uh, the Cumberland one was still would have been a big roost to get that over line yeah. with people on the line, yeah, you know, jumping around. But uh, you but they only at... needed a point, like it oh, would... yeah. Would have you gone the top? You reckon? No, I think you would have gone drop punt because from that fifty-two, fifty-three, if you miss hit a top, you got you got to hit it relatively sweet to, to make a distance. Whereas he's got a fair leg on him. It was only his second game. And he knows how to find the find the big sticks. So would have backed himself in with a drop punt. What's yeah. the longest you two have ever kicked? I think I got one about seventy. 
<laughs> yeah, 38. 38 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. It, I reckon if I was kicking from 51 or two, I'd be like, thinking okay. Yep. But anything further than that. If I mark the ball on the 50, no, nah, I'm, I'm not having a shot from Passing there. It on. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and just quickly, Nat Fife. Um, what do we what do we make of it? Look like a, a pretty good hamstring. Mm. Uh, what do you make, Mick? Yeah, he was getting some work done on it. I reckon about half an hour before the actual incident. So it obviously built up, and yeah, what what will what will come of that? We'll have to wait and see. The one that will draw a fair bit of media commentary is the late sub of a, of a conveniently yeah. a, a fullback, a fullback Ben Miller being subbed out for a little speedy forward Morris Rioli. Within mm. the last was he injured? Minutes. So watch this space. Oh, I just think it's a simple rule: if you're subbed off, you're ten Done days. Off. You're, yep. just, you're out for 10 days, and that's just bad luck. And um, I think that's the rule that needs to be implemented so that you're not, you're not bringing whippets on, or you can bring a whippet on. That's no dramas, but you sacrifice a player for a week. Uh, the week. next week, they just down. put the fresh legs on, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. No, it was a uh, interesting game of footy. Uh, I don't think it reached the heights in terms of being something you want to rewatch back, but a draw is always exciting I in the last know. two minutes. Watch the, watch the last five minutes. are pretty exciting. The last five minutes <laughs> yeah. is great. Yeah, absolutely. Just one last thing, too. Uh, we all got an email during the week from you and Giles about specials speaking over the top of the actual commentator. <laughs> Don't yell over them. Give them time to breathe. Um, you know, and, and highlighted a few things. Embers is a bit of a recidivist in this area. He kind of jumps in sometimes. Sorry, a what? A recidivist. Um, anyway, uh, now can you just play that last Cumberland? That just, was... just the first oh. ten seconds. Darcy went out the back. Frederick onto it. Marlon Pickett the other way. He's going to go inside fifty. There's time. <laughs> the chief was the one that they aimed at in the Friday huddle yesterday, jumping in over the top of the commentators. He's gone again. How could you not? He'll load up, and there he goes. This will be the game. It's time for Dead Set Legends Game of Games. Here we go. It is. It's Game of Games. A hundred dollar retro voucher on the line, and it may well be going to either Jaden or Atten. Let's start with Jaden. Good morning to you. Good morning. How's it going, guys? It's going great. You might be going even better after one of these boys wins you a $100 Repco voucher. Who do you want to be playing Game of Games for you today, Zave or Mickey? I'll take Mickey today if that's oh! all right. Oh, beautiful, Jaden. Why, why do you choose Mickey? Uh, back him in, mate. More reliable performer, isn't he? Oh, okay. no, that's, that's well, absolutely I'm glad true. you're saying yeah. that because I, I've watched the 2013 Grand Final. I also watched the 28 uh, 2008. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not actually sure I agree with that. The sentiment of that statement. Poor Mick <laughs> hasn't been chosen for weeks and weeks on end. So I'm glad someone's given now, him a bit yeah, of love. I, I did say to you, Britt, during that song, "Gee, I'm feeling a bit hungover." Now I've lifted, Jaden. You've woken up a beast here. Yeah, you have, and uh, that means you'll be playing for Atten. Atten, good morning. Good morning. Now, who would have you picked? Are you happy with Zave? Uh, oh, I'm happy with Zave. I know his track record's pretty good. So, yeah, but he's hung over today. No, no, that, that, that's oh. also the track record is pretty good of that too. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, no, no we're good. No, no, we're good to rock and roll out and mate. Uh, Hundred dollar Repco voucher coming uh, your way. All right, here we go. Right. Number one, drafted from West Perth into Richmond, was their reserves player, leading goal kicker in 1994. Moved back to WA to play at the Eagles for two seasons and gave us the goal of the year in 2001. It is Mark, Mark Miranda. Miranda. Mark Miranda. Miranda. All right. Uh, yeah, Mick, you lead the way, mate. Yeah, I'll um, lead the way. Yeah. And Mark Miranda, um, aptly named after the, the Xavier Ellis usual weekends, the bender. So Mark Miranda <laughs> uh, would have played 112 games. 112. So Richmond and uh, West Coast. Yep. 
Uh, in property, I think, at the moment. <laughs> I don't know hey, why we have these things. Hey, Zabe, Zabe. Yeah. I, I went down to the, the coffee shop in Cottesloe a couple of years ago, and Andrew Embley swans around, gets his head on, you know, waving to everyone, and Mark Miranda was there. And Mark Miranda, I've never seen someone snub someone as significantly as he snubbed Andrew <laughs> Embley. Yeah, right, it was oh. hilarious. There you go. I'm going to go 97 games for Mark Miranda. Okay, so 97 for Zave. 112 for Mickey. Yep. yep. Team Zave. Yeah. I'm a high energy guy. Yep. He's got some class. 101. There you go, Atten, mate. I'm just starting to loosen Lovely. right up and into this. Don't worry about that. We'll find something <laughs> nice at Repco together today. Mickey, you do have That's Riley it. on the sidelines. She could probably just do a quick little no, Google No, no. Me and Mick are just two upstanding citizens. We no. don't do that. Oh, very. Yeah, exactly. Pick number two in the 2002 <laughs> AFL draft. Played at North Melbourne for most of his career and gave us goal of the year in 2004, Daniel Wells. Oh, Daniel Wells. And obviously spent some time at Collingwood. Um, mm. Injured. Yeah, no, nah, but then he did play a lot of footy. I'm going to go 228 for Daniel Wells. 228 for Daniel Wells. Cheesy, who do you want? <laughs> Cheesy's going to go with 178. And I don't know why I refer to myself as Cheesy because that's just, that's mean. But 178 games for Daniel Wells. Injured a lot. Team Zave. I'm a high energy guy. He's got some class. 258. 258 yeah. to Daniel Long Wells. Yeah, up. there you go. Paid, played 243 for North Melbourne and 15 for Collingwood. Only 15 wow. at Collingwood. Right, mm. that surprises me. Uh, Matt and mates, uh, I'm just doing it for you this morning. This man, is for you. the win. Here oh, we go. I'll put a sword through him right now. A boy from Northern who was drafted by Collingwood in 1999, a two-time All-Australian who then won Goal of the Year in 2008 by stopping Des Headland three or four times at half forward, picking with a one hand while almost tackled, then kicking a drop punt from the boundary 49 metres out, Leon Davis. Oh, Neon Leon. Neon Leon. Um, how about Brittany Taylor's blow-by-blow blow there on <laughs> yeah. all of these? Goal of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> I can't picture it. But anyway, uh, Michael, you lead the way. Leon, Leon Davis, a lot of footy. Um, goal of the years is, is the theme today. Well done. I'm glad uh, you've got that after three. 208 game for Neon. Oh, no? right. I'm going to get 201. I wrote it down. 201 for Neon. Leon. Uh, was he dropped for the grand final 2010? He was. Yeah, he got the flick. Yep. So one short. Oh, Team Mickey. It's my best time of the week. Still alive. Two hundred and twenty-five games. Two, two, five. Leon Davis. Leon Davis. He was nice off half back when he went back there. All right, so it's two to Zave, one to Mickey. There is still life. Picked up by the Tigers in the two thousand and five preseason draft. Went from the wing under Terry Wallace to defence under Damian Hardwick, and was able to do. Oh. <laughs> Leach is written to do this in 2014, which usually would be a bit of radio crap where we'd play the audio and the audio's not there, so it's Matt oh. White. <laughs> Who is it? Matt White. Matt White won goal of the year, did he? There you go. Yep. Went to Port Adelaide as well, I reckon, Matt White. Did he? Am I right in saying that? He did. Went to Port Adelaide. Um, now, coaches, he's an assistant coach at Coburg in the VFL League. Oh, really? We've really given a deep oh. dive into Matt White. Matt White. God almighty, I have no idea how many games. So 2005, did you say when he retired, Britt? No. Nah. Um, if, oh, you go, 134. Oh, a, I've written down, he played a lot as the sub. Go with what you wrote down, came. Michael. I, I wrote three picket fences, 111. 111. One, one. Yeah, that might have, 134. Okay. 
Team Zave wins. Exco, give it to you. 153 was the correct oh, man, answer. Oh, 153. 105 at Richmond, 48 at Port Adelaide. And the final one, do you want the last one? Just well, I just want to say that, mate. Congratulations. I did a few this morning. Um, as Cheers, you said, you, the track record stood up. And uh, I want to congratulate you and your family on, on such an important victory in your life. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, Brittany, last one. Oh, and bad luck, Jaden. Um, probably should have chosen me. Last one, Mick McGuan. Mick McGuan. Uh, Mick, like off Mick. you go. No, I spoke to Mick during the week. Um, he told me that he played 234 games. 234, I only had 2-2-2. 155. <laughs> That's a 4-1. Well, That's a 4-1. Mick, you haven't slept much. You've got a newborn uh, beautiful daughter, yeah. so I'll take that. Uh, congratulations. Thanks for calling in, Jaden. Uh, mate, we're mates all of a sudden. Well and we're best mates. I don't actually think I've seen it this dark at 9 o'clock in my life. It is so dark. It's unbelievable what's going on out there today. But stay with us, of course, uh, Plenty on Triple M today. Plenty of football Saturday rub, uh, and it's going to be on all day, of course. But Brittany Taylor, you've uh, you're not a big swearer, are you? No, I'm uh, I'm not a big swearer. Well, unlike yourself. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let's you, you don't need to worry about having the dump button ready for me. No. Put it that way. I'm pretty good with my language. Yep, yep, you uh, are. My would, would have got my mouth washed out with soap as a kid. I don't think I've ever sworn in front of my parents. I do now occasionally, but like when I was a kid, I don't think I ever swore in front of my parents. No, neither would I. Mm. Mick? Or oh, roll your eyes. Oh, I remember I got the, uh, the wooden spoon once for rolling my eyes, so swearing. It no. <laughs> was definitely not on the table. Oh, the spoon. Did you get the wooden spoon, Brit? Uh, yes, mum would always threaten Ooh. with the wooden spoon did, for sure. Did threats come through or not? Oh, no? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, jeez. I got but it. I always try to like really skip past yeah. really quick. Oh, yeah, I got so rung a couple of times. No real contact because I was a little speedy ninja. Anyway, good morning to our parents. Uh, the <laughs> anyway, government will be in touch shortly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> swearing uh, clearly was not so prohibited in the Warwick household growing up because during the week on Wednesday, uh, Perth Cup winning jockey Lucy Warwick Lucy was Warwick. being interviewed after a, a victory and she dropped this. What about in the last Semigel, any chance? You'd hope so. I've got um, got a good gate, um, barrier one, cutaway. Surely can't f*** up too much. <laughs> and we'll say pardon for Lucy Warwick. Congratulations, well done, and that's one in the swear jar. Thanks. There is Lucy Warwick wins on Dance of the South for Summer Dixon, taking out race number eight. I just got the giggles and yes, wanted to throw it to a break yes. as quickly What's as possible. What's in your ear when that happens? No, nothing, nothing. nothing. It just started. Did she, did she um, F it up? The good news for her is she gave it every mortal. It opened up yeah. and it finished fourth. <laughs> but yeah. uh, it's since gone viral on Twitter. It's nearly up to 60,000 mm. views of people uh, finding, finding newfound respect for Lucy because I think the punters like that kind of honesty. Yes, yes. And, and, and she was on the money. Yeah. It's almost impossible to have done. Barrier to, one, yeah. there's a cutaway. cutaway. It'll open up. You just can't stuff it up. Sleep, just a little bit. What about in the last semi-gel, any chance? You'd hope so. I've got um, got a good gate. Um, barrier one, cutaway. Surely can't f*** up too much. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it got us thinking, what are other on-air blunders yeah. that we've heard in recent weeks? And I remember only a couple of weeks ago, there was this one from Charlie Kernow. Pretty happy to see the boys get a win. All the hard work we've been banking in every week, so... Um, yeah, no, it's, it was f- it was really good. Sorry. Oh, there we go. Uh, Harry Mackay. Uh, it's so awkward for the interviewer, it, the yeah, person on the other end who feels the need to cover yeah, it up for them, and you go, oh, oh, oh. 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 Do you know what? There's Golly one, gosh. There's one way around swearing on air. What is Just it? be like me and not ever be good enough to get an interview. Yeah, <laughs> then, you're never, then you're never in any danger of swearing on air. Uh, Mick, any caught your attention? Yeah, during the week watching the front bar. 
Um, and from a while ago, Alistair Lynch, um, you know, doing his halftime work for Fox Footy. He did this with Derm- Derm- Dermot. For the Derm- remainder of the year, every game we're going to f- focus on the uh, ruck battle. For you know, Lysette going up against Goldstein was always a big matchup. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other person. No, you don't know what to do, do you? <laughs> Dermy, if you watch the... You watch the visual of that, and Dermy's face just drops. And um, yeah, they both know they've they've cooked the lid. Um, yep. And Alice Lynch just wants a big hole to dig himself into. See, I watched the front bar on the weekend, and there was a, someone that caught my attention. Now I don't know if you guys saw the front bar at all, but uh, when Lynch was on there, there was vision of Plugger putting someone through the fence, and then in came uh, a Fitzroy teammate to. Um, get bashed as well and it was M's uncle Dave O'Connell really yeah so they spoke about uh, Dave got bashed on the ground so Dave of uh, Claremont boy over there went to play at Fitzroy oh, but wow. Dave Plugger clipped him right up now another one that caught my attention is our Triple M's very own uh, Ruckman Shawnee Darcy I mean uh, the questioning he was just nervous by the person who was doing the questioning on the night what does big Sean Darcy tuck into for dinner tonight <laughs> after a win oh f- I'll be sleeping pretty soon so no, I'll, I'll have some pasta lot, um, probably from last night and, yeah, head off. Hey, mate, uh, you haven't received a Brownlow medal, votes. <laughs> just the magic, just the magic. Well, that's all right, oh, mate. Twenty seconds. We had two f bombs and a shit. So, um, Shawnee Darcy, uh, we appreciate you, mate. You're triple uh, very own. That's what we love about you. That you are. Not always silk, but uh, sometimes a bit rough around the edges. And while great. we're going through the uh, Triple M family, what about this? Brian Taylor in the grand final. Oh. Buddy tackled by Morris. Oh. Dropping the ball. Boyd took the advantage and played on from inside the centre square. Boyd's kicked the goal. Boyd's oh. kicked the goal from inside the centre. And for the do-gooder Karens who would have made a complaint about that going to air, I absolutely love it. Yep, how good. <laughs> made the moment, uh, and of course uh, that was, for those that didn't know, that was the sealer for the Bulldogs in 2016. So uh, I thought it was quite fitting at the moment. It's nothing that no one was not saying around their lounge rooms. And uh, before we do, uh, Ray, I didn't add, drive safely because Subiaco is just flush flooding. So... Uh, <laughs> Dead set, the roads are covered up with water, so I can imagine that it's not only in Subi as one car darts out of the flooding, but uh, drive safely out there because there is a lot of water on the road. Pedal to the metal. And it's lights out and away we go! This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Triple M, dead set legends. Uh, it's that time of week where we almost finish the show, but we do need a chat to motorsport because we love the motorsport and we love Greg Russ. And if you do want a little bit more... Motorsport is a bit of a treat. Jump on the listener app and listen to a Rusty's Garage. Good morning, a Rusty. Dave, Britt, Mickey, good morning, guys. Oh, mate, I tell you what, Dan Ricardo, he's saying he's staying, but maybe he doesn't have a choice. But uh, the whispers are thick and fast at the moment. Am I right in saying Seb Vettel's name's getting floated around? This is kind of getting silly now. So, yeah, Sebastian Vettel has moved to shut this down. I think he knows a few people at McLaren, so maybe that's how the rumours have started. His deal with Aston Martin is up at the end of the year. They're not going terribly well there, unfortunately. Um, I just cannot see this happening. Sebastian's um, put the fire out on on this one. Um, Obviously, McLaren's tested different people in recent times, some IndyCar drivers in older cars and so on. Um, The media aren't helping this scenario for Dan. Dan's had a difficult year. 
Uh, he moved, as we said on last week's show, on social media to say he knows his future, he knows where he's, he's going. I, I don't think this is going to um, play out in some sort of shuffle or move at the end of the year. I think he'll be in that McLaren. It seems like the best choice um, right now. And Sebastian ultimately will go off, I think, and do something that's environmentally conscious around sustainable farming and things that he is very, very passionate about. Supercars Championship mm. leader Shane Van Gisbergen loves oh, getting behind yeah. the wheel mm. of any sort of race car. Mm. They've put the brakes on him racing another car, mm. Rusty. Mm. He's doing some rallying this weekend. Um, he does this sort of stuff for fun, but it's a round of the New Zealand National Championship. So he's um, fared pretty well in, in rally events in recent time. Be interesting to see how he goes here. Um, and, and it's all, of course, ahead of his debut in the World Rally Championship event in New Zealand at the end of September, beginning of, uh, of October. Um, this Trans Am thing's interesting. I mean, it's, it's a V8-based formula. I could understand why um, supercars might bristle about this. The team are the ones that say they shut this opportunity down. I'm against it. I think Shane thrives in driving all sorts of different things, as we just talked about in rallying, and he should be free to go off and do that. If supercars, if they did apply some pressure uh, to prevent him from doing that, that's pretty disappointed. Uh, from my point of view, disappointing rather, and I think they should just focus on what's happening in their, their own backyard, just row their own boat. And Rust- sorry, sorry, Rusty, Mick's just a struggler, but we'll, <laughs> Brittany, clean this up for us, please. And Rusty, just some sad news during the week for Supercars race fans with one of the great tracks about to close right. down. Oh, yeah. So this is a bit like the Sandown circuit in Victoria, so a horse racing venue with a motor racing track in or around it. Classic old school joint. We've seen some unbelievably cool races there over the years. Some of the best and biggest names in Formula One came and competed there in the 60s and 70s. Um, Very memorable supercars events there. Just this week, they had the official launch for the return of supercars um, because it hasn't been coming to New Zealand during the COVID period. And a day later, they announced it was game over for the circuit. So we will have the event um, this September, which is tremendous. It's going to be a huge send-off, some wonderful memories there. But that'll be it for supercars at the Pukekohe Park circuit. And that's... um, that's a very, very sad thing before its closure um, in April next year. There are other venues in New Zealand, some very good ones owned by Tony Quinn, who owns Queensland Raceway, for example. Um, and you'd have to think that Hampton Downs, just south of Pukekohe, will be the be the choice for the, the Supercars events in 2023 and beyond. All right, Rusty, mate. Till next week, have a wonderful weekend. We absolutely love your podcast. Of course, if you do want a little bit more motorsport, jump on the listener app. Rusty's Garage, mate. Have a bloody good weekend. See you, guys. Have a great weekend. The checkered flag's out for Rusty's Motorsport Update. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Bendix Brakes, put your foot down with confidence. Mick became a dad. And uh, we covered off a little bit about the birth in the uh, first hour, but I'm curious to know a little bit more about the role that you played because we know yep. that you tend to talk in a lot of coaches speak just mm. in your everyday life. Yeah. We know presentations are just a normal part of your household. We want to know a little bit more about your, your birthing experience and sort of what support yep. you offered with a bit of birth bingo. Beautiful. Let's fire away. Just quickly before we do that, my brother just popped around and he yep. brought a present for both me and Riley. What is oh. it? I'm still confused as to which present was for me and which was for Riley. There's a, um, a, block of cheese a or plant. Something. There's a plant and four stubby holders. 
So I'm not sure which okay. one's mine. No, no, no. I think I think this. The plant is definitely yours. Yeah, the plant would yep, be yep. you because you're a, a modern, new age sort of guy. And um, <laughs> Riley hasn't drunk for nine months, so she's going to slam a few down, which is great to hear. <laughs> now, Brittany, lead the charge. All right, a few little phrases. Did we hear? Come on, we just need one last quarter effort. <laughs> um, no, we didn't. We didn't. We. I, at one stage, I did refer to a trip we did to Adelaide when we broke it down into four quarters. Oh. I, did say, I did say we might be at the you know Mount Gambier mark, yeah, which is about halfway. Right. So I was purely guessing, though. Now, early into the uh, labours, uh, Clarkson used to always say to us, it's important to shop early in quarters, in the first quarter, <laughs> shop early. Did you, did you shop early? Uh, on, on, in hindsight, um, you know, when we do have the second child, I will definitely channel my inner Alistair Clarkson because I don't think we chopped early enough. <laughs> right, I think, to be honest, I think first quarter stuff, we were Mickey Mouse. We were just out there <laughs> thinking, thinking we were working, but we weren't working. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't doing anything. <laughs> Was there any mention of um, one percenters? Mm. Um. Was there any mention of one percenters? You've got to do the one percent as well. Um, I, to be honest, again on reflection, I didn't bring up the one percenters. And what are the one percenters in birth? Uh, oh, the squeeze of the hand. Yeah, uh, which in my role, um, the stroke of the hand. So I was doing the one percenters. Absolutely, Brett. Yeah, Duff, Doctor Duff uh, <laughs> ran off to get the water multiple times. But- the GPS. I was like running a yo-yo test, bringing back, back back and forth that yo, uh, back back and forth that water. Did you yell push at any stage? Like, well, what were you like in the motivation? It's getting quite awkward now. Isn't it? Um, <laughs> was I? Uh, I'm I'm relatively reserved in my feedback to my players when I coach, even if it's going poorly or going really well. Um, and I did take this into the labour. I was just in the air, just motivational, just very calm. Um, and I did mention the word push. Yeah. Because let's be honest, I was getting fatigued as well. No. So it was tough. Come on, let's get this over with. I've got things to do. Yeah, now, Mick, uh, I'm going to sort of channel a little bit of Mike Tyson, but also a, Clark and, a Clarkson um, saying everyone's a game plan to get punched in the face. We are mm. unraveled at any stage, unsettled, um, confused. Yep. Oh, there was a lot of confusion in there, Dave. <laughs> there was. There, there, the oh, I again hadn't done a huge amount of research into the whole process, but there's more than one position the the lady can go into to to give birth. <laughs> there is I've I've seen some things. Yeah, right. We, we got up, and this is why I think again the midwives are great, the doctors are great. As a coach, I thought we changed the game plan too much. <laughs> you know, four, or five different, four or five different positions. I was thinking maybe go to one other and then go back to the original. Yeah, you don't want to go through the whole deck of cards, hey, come do on, you? Come on, let's try this. We went, yeah. Roll over, here we go. Seen, if I haven't seen the full deck of cards, yeah. at, one st- at one stage there was a game of tug of war going on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get abused at any point? Was there any point that Riley just got fed up with you? Um, well, that's just day-to-day existence with me. <laughs> Yep. Uh, in this moment, um, no, I think I, I dodged the bullet uh, fairly because you do hear the stories of the partner being there and then the um, lovely lady that's doing the work looking into the eyes of the partner and saying, you did this to me. That I was waiting for <laughs> oh, it. Yes. And she's obviously done an incredible job. So one final yes. one for the birth, bingo. Did she get a bit of praise with a Ross line? You're quite brilliant. You're quite brilliant, <laughs> Shay. Yeah, terrific. Um, yeah, Ross once... Said to me uh, after a game, you're looking forward to this, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Ross once said to me after the game, Ross did, funnily enough, Ross pops into my head a lot, and he did pop into my head uh, during the birth of my child. But he used to say um, he had huge admiration for his players because he couldn't do what his players did, like, you know, put the effort in. Yeah. And at one stage, Riley did say that um, she can't do it. And I looked her in the eyes and I said, you know what? I couldn't do it either. So <laughs> I, I did channel my inner Ross Lyon. <laughs> I, mean, I just want to know before we do get to a song, a bit of uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Um, do you think you added anything to the experience? Uh, and if she had a time again, would she just be better to bring in a family member? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Potentially, Zave. <laughs> I, look, I'm better for the run. I think um, absolutely Riley's better for the run. So I think next time around, uh, look, it's not like my debut in the AFL where I reached the heights that I did. What did you do again? Two. What's that? How many? 33 and two, debut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but two I think debut. My second performance in, in birth will be better than my first. So, okay. um, yeah, we can all learn and grow, and I definitely did. Well, this right. man is unbelievable. Barlow, you are the man of the moment. This guy has been the man of the moment. Vicky Barlow, you're certainly not the man of the moment. Congratulations to Riley, of course. A beautiful Lonnie. Looking forward to meeting her. Those with the touch, choose Tab Touch. Better your bet and download Tab Touch today. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. Oh, you beauty. This is Brit's best. All right, it is going to be a wet one out at Belmont today. Racing on a heavy nine. More rain expected to come, so it could be a real slot by the end of the day. Hopefully we get through the meeting in its entirety, but I'm going to go early just in case the, the track does really cut up and I think the key today, you have to find horses that are equipped on that heavy going and will get through the surface. And one of those horses is in race number two by the name of Olga Louisa. Now, this is a mare that absolutely loves uh, the wet going and uh, she will be in front for a long, long way. She's extremely speedy. She opens them up in races and a lot of them will just be off the bit and chasing her because she's very, very fast, a five-time winner at 1,000 metres. So uh, she's at, we can use the super pick and get $8.50 about her. So we'll go each way, Olga Louisa in the second at Belmont race number three. Hopefully uh, we can get a little bit of a result out of that. But if not, never fear because the boys have been on absolute fire and I decided to do a little something during the week. Saves money. Put in. Saves money. Take out. Saves money. You put it in and you take it back out. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Over to you. Uh, I must say, and I feel bad. That's not and bad. Again, again, I'm screening all these phone calls I get from Tab Touch who are saying, oh, we're trying to sell it. We can't have all your winnings on our books. It's going to look bad when Ladbrokes or someone try and approach us to take it off our hands because you're going absolutely nuts this year. But Mick. Where's your finger? Can't see it. Well, it, it, it. <laughs> here it goes. Here it is. <laughs> the wonderful finger. Mm-hmm. And we're rolling into Brisbane v Gold Coast. Who wins that game, Mick, would you think? Oh, it's going to be wet. It's going to be torrential in most parts of Australia over the weekend. I think oh, – now, Brisbane win. Yep. Yeah, easily, in my opinion. Yeah. Humble opinion. Yep. So we're going to go Brisbane to win by 10 goals. Yeah, shut it down, Michael. I haven't been wrong many times in my life in this segment. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with Brisbane to win by ten goals goals at five dollars fifty. 
and you think 550, that's enough. Stop there. Stop there. Now, a man who got sledged during the week by Kane Corns and said, I haven't even bloody seen him on the footy field. Adam Chera, little Chez, he's going to have 30. That's Ooh. another $5, 20, that's 550. Our you multi gets us to $27. You put it in, you take it out, and then you go to Europe. Can we See hear you it later. Again? I really enjoyed the app. Saves money. <laughs> put in. Saves money. Take out. Saves money. You put it in. And you take it back out. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. And what do we do, Mick? We put you it put in. And we take it out. That was Brit's best for Tab Touch. Get more good podcasts on the Listener app and get into Newtown Toyota East Vic Park. Let their family look after yours.